What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode 26.1. We are continuing our playthrough of Dragon Age Origins Bioware RPG. A fantasy role-playing game. I think a lot of people have heard of it. Uh, in fact, there has actually been some Dragon Age news that came out this week. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, the third game in the series, going to be coming out in October. Really excited about that one. Looks great. Looks more action-y. So. But, uh, yeah, tonight I have with me uh, Matt. Hello. I actually had to avoid the spoiler, like the trailers and stuff, because I don't know how spoilery they're going to be for not having beaten the first game the, they're or the not. second game. The, 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 that trailer that they released is not spoilery at all. Oh, because I, I saw the stills. I'm like, man, that looks good. I want to watch this, but I don't. <laughs> and I also have with me Sophie. Hello. So last we left off, I always say that whenever we come into the second episode of a game. We um we had finished up our origin stories. We had become a Grey Warden, and we had uh, went to the first town, Lothring, to um to see if we could possibly get aid there. Um, unfortunately, they're pretty much out of it because it's it's now a refugee camp, uh, and the Dark Spawn blight is still coming. So uh, we have a few options that we can do. Uh, going by the treaties, we can either go to uh, the Circle of Magi, um, the uh, the elves, the Dalish elves of the forest, or uh, go to the dwarves over in Ozamar. Uh I kept messing that up last week and calling it Ostagar, which was where we had the big battle. Um, mm -hmm. It was actually Ozamar or Ozamar. I, I don't know. I'm still butchering that name. Um, or we can go to uh, Redcliffe Castle and talk to the Arl there and uh, possibly get his help. But we have gotten information saying that the Arl has uh, fell ill and uh, they don't know what they can do to help him. Uh, he is slowly dying and they are basically relying now on kind of a myth of uh, these uh, special ashes that can possibly cure anything. So uh, we have a few options. We can go to any of those. Uh, the, the game pretty much opens up after Lothring. Uh, Matt, before we even start talking, did you go back in and get Leliana? Yes, I did. Okay. Because I was just at the next little camp section. Right. So the blight had not rolled on through yet. Okay, good. So um, we all decided we're going to go by so I should just mention we have a fact that we're going by and uh, this fact uh, uh, the next thing it, it, it goes to is the circle of Magi so I said we'll just go by the fact we'll just go to the circle of Magi that way we don't you know we don't get ahead and spoil something for somebody else so we all went to the circle to see if we can get help from the mages um, and when we show up uh, the, you, it's kind of like on an island, and you can't get there unless you go by a ferry. And um, where the ferry is, they they pretty much shut it off. They're they're closing it up. They say that um, something's going on over at the uh, the Circle Tower, and uh, no one is allowed to go in or come out. They weren't that polite, though, were they? That guy who guards the the ferry was he was very rude. This is true. I didn't talk to him first. I actually talked to the guy who was the ferryman. Um, uh, see, the guy who was guarding the ferry itself was actually a Templar. Um, so I talked to the ferryman, and he gave me some information. Uh, or not, He actually didn't really give me any information. He didn't know what the hell was going on. But he just told me, hey, the, the, the Templar took it over. He, he told me, I don't, I'm not taking anybody anymore. I was like, okay, well... So I persuaded the uh, the Templar to let me over to the um, over to the, uh, the the Circle Tower, and by persuade I mean I threatened him. Uh, I I did it the other way around. I went to talk to the Templar first, and he was being quite obtuse. So then I went to speak to the Ferrymaster, got got some details, and then I I persuaded him, you know, without threatening him, just you know. I, 
non-violently. I didn't violently do it. I was just like convinced him. Yeah. To let me row on over to the circle. Misa, it's weird because you know whenever you're trying to be threatening to somebody and your character is silent, and he, he my my character always kind of has like a smile on his face. That's and, creepy. Yeah, it's just weird because it, it says like, "Let me over there or else," and he and I can just imagine him just smiling while saying that, and it's like it doesn't fit. It just looks stupid. It yeah, looks- speaking of, I don't really love that this game does not have a voice protagonist. Well. I mean, I guess because you have so many different possible races and stuff, you'd have to record every line. Yeah. Like yeah. six or eight different times, and then male and female. Is that why, probably? They they do have a voice, actually, because, you know, whenever you, you go into combat and stuff like that, when you click on something, they'll say, you know, right away or something like that. It's weird how this game, yeah. the characters, like, when you take over them, it's like they're talking to the player. You know? Like, you tell it, or go over there and attack that guy. Right away, or I'm yeah. on it, or something like that. It's weird. It's more of an acknowledgement than a dialogue, isn't it? Yeah. In like, even whenever I'm like switching to different characters, so I switched to Leliana, and she was like, "What now?" And it's like, "What?" The <laughs> I was Are like, you busy? Yeah. I was like, "I want you to unlock this fucking chest to go over there." Yeah. So, and instead of so, it's like they know they're being taken over by the player, and they're talking to the player. It's so strange. And they're just massively inconvenienced by it, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. It was and it, it, later on when we we go to the fade, um, there's the um, the lyrium uh, shards, like the lyrium veins. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it only works with mages. But my guy, obviously, he's not a mage. So every time I clicked on it, my guy would say, "I can't cast it." Well, that doesn't <laughs> happen to me. Okay. Yeah, my guy is a warrior. When I clicked on the veins, he was just like rebuffed. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Sure as fuck didn't happen to me. Perhaps because Sucks I'm a dwarf. To be you. Yeah, I'm a dwarf. He can't cast it. I was like, I'm not trying to cast anything. I just want you to go over there to it. I just want you to touch it. Yeah, just touch the fucking shit. So, but anyway, um, skip it ahead a little bit. But uh, yeah, we make it over there to the um, to the tower itself. It's pretty much on lockdown. The Templars have got it uh, locked down because something bad is going on. And we talk to the uh, the Templar commander there, and he tells us that there's kind of been a bit of a mutiny with the mages. Uh, certain ones have uh, revolted against the Templars and other mages there, and um, there's some evil afoot, mainly because blood magic is being used. Uh, there, he doesn't know how many blood mages there are in the tower. He said, but there's a lot. And uh, because of all this blood magic going around, demons have showed up. And we're not letting anybody in or out of this place until we get this under control. A.K.A. kill every fucking body. Yeah, they're waiting for aid, right? Yeah, they're waiting for the other Templars uh, that they... I can't remember who they, they sent out. I think they may have sent it out from from the capital. I can't remember. Uh, but they asked for aid from the other Templars to get there and, and help just basically go in there and just murder everybody. Because they don't, they, they don't know who's a blood mage, who isn't. You know, They're just like, screw it, we're just going to kill everybody. Yeah, which became a point of contention again in my group later. Yeah. So uh, at that same time, we meet Wynn. Uh, Wynn was actually at Ostagar during the battle. She was one of the people that escaped. Uh, she she is a mage of the circle, um, and she she basically abides by that rule. She you know she thinks that apostates should come to the circle. It, you know, don't be a rogue mage and stuff like that. She's very much about order with the mages, but she thinks that they can live in harmony with people. And she decides that she wants to go in with us to uh, stop this mutiny. And um, we have to take her, I think. Unless you can probably just tell her to fuck off. I don't know. No, no she I'm was automatic. Sure you have to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, she, she joins our party, and we have to bring her along. So it's us and her, and then we choose two other people. Um, who uh, I brought with me Alistair as well as um, um, Leliana. Uh, who did you guys bring? Matt, what did you bring? 
See, maybe I should start using Leliana, but basically my core, and I haven't changed it, um, has been Alistair and Sten. Okay. I bought Alistair and Leliana because I wanted to unlock chests. Yeah. That would yeah, been, yeah, which is what you said last in the last episode, Drew, and I thought that's actually a pretty good idea. Maybe I should do that. Yeah, that's um. <laughs> I, I had I had my friend from Twitter uh, listen to our show, uh, the one who is the Dragon Age fanatic, and she was very upset when she realized that neither none of us rolled a, a rogue at all. <laughs> um, that's her. Well, per- we have that's her preferred class. I know that for a fact. No, she was she was pretty useful wandering around the circle. This is true. I I used her a good amount. Although yeah. she was the one that died the most. Yeah. I really liked having Wynn though. She was yeah. um, she was pretty badass. Yeah, Wynn is a she's a good healer. She's a healing yeah. mage. And uh, I used her a good amount. Yeah. I, in fact, she may just replace Morgan as yeah. my mage. Yeah. Oh, 100% for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take Morgan's spot and be my offensive mage. So I've never brought Sten. Like, I've played this game twice, and once I got Sten, I never used him ever again. Um, I'm having a feeling that I'm going to start bringing him on some of my missions because, see, the problem is I already have a two-handed warrior, though, and that's my guy. You know, and I, yeah. like, I like having Alistair with me because he's my, one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I like his dialogue the best. Sten? No, Alistair. Alistair. Yeah, Alistair's like your 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 buddy. You know, he's he he's always the the wisecracking good guy. Um, but I, Sten, I always thought he was just a dumb looking character. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I don't know why. And and he he's a, he's an asshole. I mean, he he really is. You know, he doesn't. Yeah, he only answers yeah. your like one word responses. Yeah, it's hard to to kind of crack him. And uh, I think it would be kind of rewarding to finally get his likeness up so that he would actually talk to me some more. Yeah, so for me, I'm keeping Sten and Alistair as my front row, my tank guys, and then I'm going to stay back and be the offensive mage, and I'm going to let Wynn be the you know, the white mage. Okay. So that's kind of the way I'm trying to balance it. Two right. mages, two hand-to-hand guys. Um. Some rogues come in handy. You're going to get a rogue a little bit later on that's actually pretty good. Um, he's more of an assassin type. Mm. That's worth considering. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm definitely going to keep Wynn as, like, a healing mage. And I, I go up front with myself and uh, Alistair because we're both warriors. But I don't know. I may switch out Alistair for Sten, though, because he, he's he's a two-handed guy. So I don't know. I might trial it see see how it goes. I mean, you don't have to do it like that. They just start off like that. Yeah. Uh, you can totally change him to a, a, a dual wield if you want to. So, I mean, yeah, well, I might change my guy to, yeah, a dual, because I picked up a I finished, like, when we get into talking about the circle quests, like, I picked up a pretty decent two-handed sword Yeah. in the circle, so I might I might see how that fares in future battles. So we enter the tower, um... And we run into multiple things. Um, first one being uh, numerous mages who uh, have basically barricaded themselves uh, in the the entrance of the tower, like where you where you can go to leave. Um, they have put up a, a magical barrier, and I think um, actually I think this is where we meet when I may be wrong. She's with the two kids, right? Yeah, and, um, yeah. yeah. So she wasn't with the Templars. Um, no. Yeah, the Templars basically locked the door behind and said, "Hey, we're not letting you guys out until this shit's over with. So, see ya. You may be dead." And then, then we when we walk in, we run into when she has barricaded the 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 other way in deeper into the tower. Yeah. Um, with a magic spell, and she decides to come with us. Um. So we run into them, uh, and they we basically had the plan of if we kill every bad guy. In front of us, then they can't get to the kids. So that's basically what we're going by. Offense is the best defense. Yeah. Yep. So um, we go through the the tower. Um, there was a few times where I had I ran into some kind of difficult things. 
mainly because you kind of just get swarmed. Multiple doors will open, and you're automatically in a fight, and everybody just comes yeah. rushing at you. I kind of decided that after a few surprises like that, the best way to is to open the door and then stand behind the wall on the other side. If it's like if they're throwing magic spells at you and stuff, yeah, let their initial barrage miss you and then kind of dive in. That's the best thing to do. And plus, there's a lot of traps around here. Yep. Yep. And I am so bad at noticing traps. I must have got caught like a hundred times. <laughs> it was really annoying. It's um, but the thing is, is that the the enemies run into the damn traps too sometimes, and so I just let them run out to it, and just like, a huge explosion happens. And I'm yeah, like, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> Time to die. So I um, we we do that. We run into a few things. There's a few kind of small dialogue options as far as there's a uh, a Templar that's being possessed by a demon, uh, or is being tricked by a demon. Uh, yeah. He uh he thinks he's with his wife. And um or no no not his wife. He he thinks he's with a woman that's his wife. Uh Templars don't get married. Um and uh he, you know he's basically being brainwashed. And there was no real way for me to to stop that so I had to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I tried to kill Wait, well, I tried to kill her once and yeah. I kind of died. And then I, I don't know, I died badly, I don't know, I kind of, maybe, I don't know what I was doing wrong. And so the next time I was just like, nah, I don't want to spend ages trying to figure out how to kill you, so I'm just going to let you carry on brainwashing him. Aww. For the greater good, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's for the, it was his sacrifice, you know, so I didn't have to deal with. I, um, th that, drama. That's, that's one of the things that I find about this game, is that you have to, you always see that boss character. You got that one big guy. His his name is usually in yellow or orange, and yep. it, you know, he's the ringleader. And then he's got a bunch of minions. And the first thing I've always done was go straight to the boss. Yep. This game, you really don't need to do that. You need to take out the the the, the small guys first because they will whittle you down very very quickly. Yeah, um, that's my strategy in most games. Yeah. Yep. Is just take out as many of the little ones as fast as possible because. You know, over time they're going to do a lot of damage, whereas yep. they're easy enough to kill. Yeah, get them out of the way first, and then then deal with the big guy. So I mean, I'm slowly readjusting to this game's combat, um, and it takes a little while to get used to. Uh, there is also that part. I don't know if anybody did it. I remember it, and I did it the first time I ever played the game. I said I'm not doing it now because it's monotonous and boring. There's sections of of the tower where you have to click on different things in order. I did that. You did that. Did the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, but I did it on the way out of the circle. Okay. I didn't do it on the way in. All right. Because I was kind of like, because I, I activated it all, and I was like, what are these weird glowing red bits on the floor? And I'm clicking on it, and sometimes it's going, and other times I'm like getting, you know, zapped by it. And um, I thought I'll leave it for later. And then I, I cheated a bit and used the fac. Ah. Straight up acknowledgement of that there, but um, it, which basically it was still really tedious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you're supposed to do is find all these different notes and things like that that tell you what to to do and what order to click them on. Um, but I said I don't want to do that. I know this game, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I skipped that. Um, but eventually after numerous fights and stuff like that. So we're fighting both abominations, blood mages, uh, demons, you name it, they got it. Um, but we do run into a tranquil who doesn't really know what the hell to do. And, you know, he, he's scared, but he, he doesn't know how to feel fear anymore. Um, so he basically just keeps cleaning the same area. There's also that one weird guy that we found hiding in, in the, the closet. closet. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he thought he thought we were demons and didn't want to come out. I eventually got him to come out, and then he's like, "Okay, thanks, bye," and then went right back into the closet. <laughs> he did. And then, like, he's not there though, is he? Again, when you come down, or when you go back, if you look around again. Yeah. He's not. He's no longer in the closet. I don't know. Maybe he he ran away. Maybe he finally believed me when I said, "There's no more demons. I've killed them all." So, 
but yeah, that eventually we make it to the top. And what we find out along the way is that there is basically a, a, a higher demon that is up on the top of this tower. Uh, the, the higher demon is what they call the sloth demon. And what I've, I've noticed is that they have basically all the demons based on the seven deadly sins. There's the sloth demon, mm-hmm. there's the wrath demon, there's the the lust demon, stuff like that. So it's um this one, the sloth demon, has basically taken over multiple uh mages in the uh in the circle itself and basically holding them hostage in this kind of dreamscape. Um and the dreamscape is basically a piece of the fade where they exist. And unfortunately, when we go in, he puts us under his spell as well. So we fall asleep in the real world and then become conscious in the fade. Which, if anybody has ever played Dragon Age Origins before, the fade is the most annoying part of this game. Yep, this is what knocked me out the first time I played it. Yeah. This is what made me throw a controller the first time I ever played it. Um, How long did it take you guys the first time you did it? Oh, God, the first time I did that, I was in the Fae for at least four hours. Four or five hours. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So, how do I explain this? The Fade is a series of islands. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they call them islands. Um, but it's a series of lands, small little lands, that represent both a time and place in somebody's memory. Could be the main character's memory, could be your party members, could be somebody else's. Uh, you travel to each of these little islands using a fade pedestal. And in order for you to make it to the middle to confront the sloth demon, you have to free all of your party members from their hypnosis. But in order to reach them first, you have to kill a demon that is in five different areas that are connecting to the, the areas that where your party members are. Yeah, see, I'll say right there, that was the first thing that confused me, was I was going to each of these different areas and gaining an ability, and that's what I thought I had to do to progress. So once I got my ability, I left. And that getting the ability is not necessarily related to killing the boss of that area. Yeah. Yeah, and the other thing that like would have confused me had I not cheated with the fact is there are... Like, the first pedestal you reach at the end of each sort of little section of a fade isn't necessarily the end of, like, that island. But you would think when you'd got from one end to the other to one pedestal, that might be the end, and you can kind of go back and forth. That would have really tricked me. I I feel like that would have made me go round in circles for ages if I hadn't known to just kind of carry on to the next room rather than, you know, activating the first pedestal that I came to in each new area. Yeah. If so that, that makes sense. That yeah, that I understand what you're talking about because it's it's one of those things where you get a new ability and you may be able to use that ability in the area that you got it, yeah, and progress more, or you may not be able to and you need to go to the next area. Yeah. Yeah, it's very very nonlinear. Yeah, and so but you know you have to kind of mentally write down, hey, there was a massive door here, so I need to come back as the golem. And but it's, down yeah, door. it's but really you don't even badly, know when you first yeah. see that door that you need to be a silver golem or whatever it is exactly. to break through that door. Yeah, you just think maybe you have to go around the other end somehow and unlock it. Or yeah. so, it's it's not very well signposted. Like even though it's not linear, and that's not necessarily a bad thing in any kind of game. Yeah, that might sound like a compliment. <laughs> yeah, the fact you kind of have to give some, you have to kind of give a helping hand a little bit, right? Because otherwise, it's just totally. Aimless. It just felt a little aimless and directionless. Yeah. And uh, the the other big problem I have with the fate is the fact that you're alone. You don't have any other party members. You are your own character. Yeah. And you have to defend yourself because there's multiple times where you have to fight in this game. Yeah, it's very frustrating. It's like trial and error. Yeah. 
So my dwarf warrior has to get right in everybody's face and slash them with his two-handed sword. Um, luckily, I leveled up and was able to use, get earn a specialization. And my specialization I chose was the Berserker. So um, he has he attacks faster as well as harder, but his regen for his stamina is lower. So mm. once he's out of stamina, yeah. he pretty much is out. You can't use special abilities. The one thing that was good about the fade is it is quite good because you can get a lot of um, permanent buffs. Yeah. Those things are everywhere. The, yeah. The one reward it gives you, I guess, is... I mean, there's like six or seven, right? Oh, like, there's a ton. Yeah, yeah. there's, yeah, there's the, 21 total. Yeah. Well, obviously I didn't get 21 then. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to have to go back. <laughs> I, um, I, didn't, I didn't do any of that until I had all of the powers, and then I kind of went back and searched yeah. for a bunch of... Yeah, most of them you can't even get to unless you have the spirit power. Yeah. Because yeah. most of the spirit doors just lead to those. I did found, find like that once you get the Burning Man, his um, fireball spell, I found that quite effective. It is. Yeah, like, it, yeah in terms of like keeping swarms of enemies off your back. Like Not... I did the classic kind of open the door, throw a fireball in, run away quite a lot. <laughs> The, uh, the Burning Man's also nice because he is immune to fire, and a lot yep. of these blood mages like to use fire, and I was like, just keep spitting it. It does nothing yep. to me. And sometimes I'd just throw a fireball down at my feet if I was surrounded by loads of bad guys, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> That's, they'd, burn, um, they'd burn out and die. That was um, the, the only other thing I will mention while I was in the Fade here. Uh, you have to kill numerous demons um, uh, to, in order to unlock the the officially unlocked that area. Um, the um, the one demon that did give me trouble was the giant one, the ogre-looking one. Yeah, I found that too. And then, do you know what the strategy I used to defeat most of the demons? I turned into the golem, and I ran around in circles until his big old powerful fist thing recharged. I turned around, <laughs> punched them. Ram around yeah. in circles because I felt literally if you just run away they they would just chase you and they wouldn't try and attack you. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I did. <laughs> it was stupid but effective. I kind of did a combo with them. Finally, I, I I went into spirit form and used the uh, winter's grasp that would freeze him. Yeah. Then I would then I would use the 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 cage. That, that would do pain, like, I think it was like a pain cage or something like that, um, that would hold him in place. Then I would switch to the golem, knock the hell out of him, you know, and just and just pulverize him until he finally died. And then, But it, that guy took me, like, three tries. I was like, that seriously? That sounds, yeah, way more strategic than, I was just like, I'm just going to run away. <laughs> yeah, see, you can't, you have to, it's one of those games where it kind of feels like you're cheesing it a little bit, but it mm -hmm. actually, that's how you're supposed to play it. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's like Dark Souls a little bit. You know, you play Dark Souls like, I'm going to stand right in front of this thing so he can't hit me, but I can hit him and I'll, <laughs> I'll win the boss fight. And that's By a legit strategy. Necessary. Yeah, that's yeah. a legit strategy. So, I mean, it's, you you got to find ways to cheese it. So, eventually we make it to where we can save our people, uh, our party members. Um, and there is, you, you always have to kill the, the, the demons that are basically holding your party member hostage. But there, you have the option and the ability to convince your party members to help you in that fight. Now, the fight's not difficult, and you can do it without them, but um, I always try to convince them to join me. I can only get win. Win... Win snapped out of it and actually helped me fight everybody. Yeah, I had Win and Sten snap out of it. I couldn't convince Alistair. No, I don't think you yeah. can. Alistair is, is one difficult guy. I mean, I'm sure you can, but it's it's a it's a precise series of dialogue choices that will only make will only work. So, uh, Leliana didn't. She just kind of just cowered in and started crying. So yeah. Sten came pretty easily, actually, now that I think about it. Oh, yeah? Because he was like, I know this is, uh, you know, I know this is fake because I watched that man die. <laughs> that kind of makes sense, I guess, for his character to yeah, he's like a be disbelieving. That yeah. would be true to his character, I guess. What was his m dream that he was having? 
He was just sitting around a bonfire eating stew with like two of his old war buddies. Were they um were they Kunari? I believe so, and they look pretty much like him. They look like him? Yeah. Okay. Cause Huh. I, I, I looked it up and also had a couple people tell me that Sten is a Kunari, but he's not like other Kunari. Like a half breed? He's he's a mutant. Um, and that's why he looks more human than the Canaries I showed you, and yeah. the Canaries that's in Dragon Age yeah. 2. Uh, that's how they explain that. Um, I don't know how true that is. That They said it was actually, it's revealed in the comic books that he, mm. that he is actually a mutant, so he's not full Canari. Um, and that still doesn't explain why the elves look so different in, in Dragon Age 2. But that's for another time. Uh, eventually we get all our party members and when we do that we can go to the middle section which is where the sloth demon is. So this was... This is an interesting fight. It wasn't a fight that was difficult for me. It was just fucking long because he has like five forms. Yeah. And... Um, I never had anybody die or anything like that. It was it was it was just really long. Um, did anybody have any trouble with this fight? No. No, not really. Yeah. I started like experimenting with other things, so I kind of have a combo down where I will knock a guy down with his, my two-handed ability, where he hits him with like the the hilt, knocks him down, and then I use a power swing to do really tough damage. And then I do I do the one-handed swing where he kind of swings it up over his head and then comes down again with his with both hands. So it's kind of like a, a kind of like a quick swing. It, it hits twice. So I, I always do that: knock him down, power swing, then yeah. You know, so uh, and that's usually a pretty good combo. But since I have berserker mode going on, I can only do that combo once, and then it's just hack and slash until something dies. <laughs> but yeah, um, I got bit a couple of times uh, by the save or lack thereof mechanic. Yeah, I got bit earlier in the game, actually in the section right before we go to Lothering, mm-hmm. um, where I first kind of noticed that autosave wasn't as automatic as I was assuming it was. And I kind of had to repeat like a whole half an hour section of cutscenes and what have you. Yeah. So going into the fade, I was like, I am saving this sucker yeah. after every fight. Yep. That's exactly what I did. And it takes forever for this game to yeah, save. Yeah, it does. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I notice that every time I'm done for the day and I'm like, all right, I'm just, I've saved. Now I'll just, as soon as that icon disappears, I can turn it off. Yeah. Five minutes like, later. Holy crap. <laughs> Because, yeah. like, it, normally I don't really care because I just save it and keep going. But when I'm sitting there waiting to turn the game off, I re- like, I'm just, all I'm thinking about is how long it takes. Yeah, that's, it. it's a long one. That's the longest one I've ever seen. Uh, truth be told, I think the PS3 version is the least optimized out of all the versions. I mean, I hate to say it because I like Sony, but holy shit, that game is not optimized at all. <laughs> yeah, it's a little clunky. Yeah. I guess would be the word I would use to describe that, that it. Is, that's the best way to describe it. It's slow moving and clunky and sometimes stuff really doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Yeah. It even looks a little clunky yeah. as well. Like, it's, yeah. But, yeah, what can you do? Um, well, it's like a testament to what Dragon Age is about, I guess, that it doesn't really matter yeah. in the end to your experience of the game itself. But Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a niggling frustration, but yeah, it's not it a is. big deal, really. And especially now, like, I've not played it before, and now we're kind of on to next-gen. So, you know, when you're kind of switching between the two to go back to something a little bit, like, you're kind of like, whoa. But <laughs> even compared to, like, other PS3 titles, it doesn't... It doesn't shine graphically, does it? Or <laughs> in terms of, no. as you say, it's kind of optimization, but... It shines in other ways. Yes. So we stop the sloth demon. Um, we get unpossessed. But at the same time, there was another guy who was in the fade with us. He was one of the uh, 
the more powerful mages um, who was being possessed by the uh, the sloth demon itself and um, unfortunately the the demon had taken over his body for far too long and he said basically when when this demon dies I'm basically gonna die with it um, but I have something on my body that can help you in the next fight he also lets us know that hey the demons aren't the ones that's pulling the strings here we actually have a mage who started this mutiny he's a powerful blood mage he is up higher in the tower you need to stop him and uh, he says but he's he's doing rituals that can be stopped um, and I have something on my body that will allow you to stop those rituals which is a pretty important little item to get otherwise the next fight is going to be really annoying so and I don't know if they ever explained this and Bren if you want to explain it to me on Twitter because I know you're gonna listen to this please explain it after we leave the fade come back into our regular bodies and we continue going up the tower to get to the final boss of this area why are there dragons yeah, little baby drakes. Yeah, there's drakes everywhere, and that makes absolutely yep. no sense. Did he conjure these? Or why are they in a tower? What? I don't understand. That's the only thing I can explain, that, you know, is that there's dragons here because he conjured them here. It makes absolutely no sense to me. I was like, why are there dragons here again? I don't even remember this. You know, and I played this game twice. So... That's kind of weird, but yeah, you, you have to go through one more floor before getting to the boss fight, and it's basically just going through a bunch of dragons. So, um, we eventually make it to the boss himself. Uh, the mage. God, does anybody remember this guy's name? I'm blanking on it, big time. Aldred. Aldred? Yeah. Okay. That's the big demon. Is that the demon? Never mind then. Right? Aldred? Pretty sure Aldred's the bad guy. The bald, the bald guy that, that yeah. turns into the demon, right? Yeah, he turns That's into. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the main boss. He's the guy who started this whole mage mutiny with the blood mages. It's definitely him, Aldred. And he is, he is uh, using these blood mage spells, blood magic spells, to basically turn people into abominations other mages and um, he's got people who joined him that way willingly but then he's also taking other mages who are basically being held hostage and turning them into it and they don't want to be he's just forcing them to do it and we come in on him doing this and we're trying to and you know we ha obviously have a dialogue with him um, how did everybody handle this I handled it basically I just basically insulted him the entire time. <laughs> just like, you know, hey, piece of shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really try to negotiate with him. I didn't I either. Like, I, this ends here. Yeah, that was that was me. I was like, you know, I'm going to kill you, dude. You're you're dead. Uh, there, there was other options of like, kind of like, not necessarily reasoning with him, but like, look at what you're doing to these people. And so I was like, nah, fuck that. He knows what he's doing to these people. Yeah. It's time to yeah. chop this guy's head off. I started off a little bit of that. Yeah. But I, as I was progressing through the conversation, I'm like, nope, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> so since you're a mage, Matt, did the dialogue change it up any? I mean, I, I'm curious, did he like offer you to become a, an abomination or anything like that? Yeah, I, I think throughout the conversation he did offer... Like, join me, basically. Yeah. I mean, he offered uh, us to, to join him, too, and I was like, no. You know, I, I figured that because you're a mage, he, he was probably trying to, like, oh, you could become a powerful blood mage. And, you know, you could join me and we can rule the fucking world, you know, or something like that. But Yeah, and he might have offered more strongly if I had, uh, you know, been more receptive to it. Right. Um, but before we get up there, I totally forgot about this. Um, and this is one of the, the, the kind of big decisions. Before we get up to this fight, we run into a Templar who is basically um, trapped him, or he has been trapped in a magical trap and has been, he's kind of going 
a little nuts. He's he's going a little delirious. Um, and he's t- he he's basically telling us, "Hey, Oldred's up there. He's doing some bit bad shit. Um, he's got a bunch of mages up there with him, and you know we're trying to get information out of him, but he's kind of he he's he's went nuts. So he's like, I don't know. They're they're just a bunch of mages. They could all be blood mages for all we know. We need to kill them all. We need to just destroy them all. And so we we kind of have an option." Of like, are we going to go up there and we're going to kill everybody? Or are we going to go up there and try to save the mages that we think aren't blood mages? Um, Yeah, this is where Sten and I kind of got into it. Okay. He's like, don't waste your time. Just kill them. (laughs) And I was like, I don't think I want to do that. (laughs) Well, did he disapprove? Uh, he gave me a nice minus 20 disapproval. Holy Whoa. shit. And then I got another, like, negative 10 five minutes later. So I'm like, well, he's probably going to be going soon. Yeah. Um, he doesn't mix well with others, does he? No. <laughs> Certainly not me. <laughs> Sten, Sten is basically the closest thing you can get to another character that's in Dragon Age 2 that you uh, you meet. Hates mages with a passion. Um, in fact, he reminds me a lot of Sten, except Sten's a little more just crass, just, just you know, straight to the point. Hey, you want to talk? No. All right. <laughs> like, uh, there's a character, I mean, his name's Fenris. Uh, Fenris, Fenris. is, yeah. Fenris is in Dragon Age 2. He hates mages with a passion. Um, and there's, he, he has pretty good reason why. Um, but he's an elf. He's a, he's an elf warrior, uses two-handed swords. He's a fucking badass, but he's <laughs> but he he hates mages with a passion, and if you side with mages, he gets pissed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, shit. Uh, so yeah, so I I take it everybody when it said, hey, I'm gonna go up there and try and save as many people as I can. Yeah, I did that too, even though I don't think my character would have done that. My character is is you know. For all intents and purposes, he's it's a thug. He just basically go up there. He's like, "Look, you're gonna do this, or I'm gonna fucking kill you." But for some reason, I didn't want to just go up there and slaughter a bunch of people. My guy well, has he, a heart. Guy, yeah, he has a code, right? Your guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, there is honor among thieves. With yeah. Him. I'll put it that way. And plus, you know, his sister, she, she was a whore. he's he's thinking about his drunk mother and his sister right now um but there there is an important thing here if you choose to kill everybody up there uh when says fuck you and starts attacking you really i'm glad i didn't do that then yeah she uh she's like uh, no we're not doing that you're gonna kill a bunch of innocent people and then turns against you and you have to kill her See, that surprises me because I only got a plus three from her when I said I was going to save everybody. So after getting a negative 20 from Sten, I was like, man, I thought she would have been a little happier about this. (laughs) Hard one to please. Uh, But yeah, I I personally saw my friend, my roommate, when he was playing this, he chose to kill everybody. I was like, wow, that's that's kind of a crazy move. You going to do that? He's like, yeah. And all of a sudden, Wynn's like, fuck you, and starts attacking him. He's like, oh, shit, I guess I got to kill her. And he killed her. He got one of those death animations where, you know, like, whenever you do a finishing blow and it does, like, a special animation. He did. He got a death animation of cutting off her fucking head. It's like Mortal Kombat. Jeez. I was like, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, you just lost Wynn, dude. So, <laughs> he's like, oh, well. So yeah, yeah, that's that's one of those special missions where hey, you, you can lose a party member here. Um, so yeah, this fight um, can be annoying if you don't do what you're supposed to do in it. I have to say, uh-huh. um, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Okay. <laughs> and I really didn't find it annoying at all. Look out, we got a I, badass over here. Yeah, well, I, I don't really remember what I did, but I, because I remember the whole thing, you know, we mentioned you had to get the litany, right, off the guy's body. Yeah. The, and um, you were supposed to use it in this battle, right? Mm-hmm. 
and I totally forgot about that. And I, I couldn't totally... figure out how to use it. Yeah, me either. I was like, I don't really. I remember something about a litany I'm supposed to use, but I don't really know how to use it. So I'm just not going to bother. And I had like Win, obviously, like standing back, just healing everyone. I just kind of ran up to the dudes and just kind of got up close and just hack and slashed and done. <laughs> what the yeah. what the, what the the special move does is basically you know he 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 turns people into abominations and the abominations come and kind of swarm you a little bit. Yeah, uh, you can stop him from doing that. Not so, bothered. So so he's by himself. <laughs> Uh, and the way you use it is it's the same way of like whenever you want to turn into a different like rat or burning man. Ah. It's, it's in that menu. Okay. Uh, well, that's good for future reference. Yeah, I, I had no idea where it was. Because it's an item. That. So I went into my inventory yeah. and highlighted yeah, I, it. I'm like, there's I no use button. That. Yeah, I did that. And I was just like, oh, whatever. But yeah, that's, I mean, I, I didn't think he was that difficult either. It was just he just kept so many more dudes yeah to, to that's come in. yeah that's what he did with with me but i didn't find it it was good having like a winnie is like a mage a healing mage like yeah one definitely kind of set her tactics up as to just kind of hang back be defensive yeah heal everyone yeah i mean it didn't like it lasted a little while the battle but it wasn't kind of i wasn't dropping party members or anything like that yeah so so uh we um Beat him, and um, I'm trying to imagine. We 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 saved the the first enchanter. The first enchanter. There you go. Yeah. I was going to say the archmage, but that's wrong lore. Um, save the first enchanter. Um, and you know he's really grateful. Uh, and he he promises that we're like if you guys need help with the blight, you have the mages back. You know the ma- the mages are going to come. And we will help you however you need it. After which, I immediately wanted to tell Sten off and say, "Look, I'm glad Told we didn't kill so. everybody." Yeah, exactly. I'm like, "Give me my twenty back." Yeah. Be, be my friend again. <laughs> I was right, and like he just, you know, there wasn't an option. I couldn't talk to him about that. I there was no no there was no like ha ha oh, you, you were actually, wrong. Did you actually go up to him and try to? Yeah, I went up to him and I talked to him. I'm like, <laughs> "All right, I'm gonna tell you that I was right. You just you should listen to me. I'm in charge here." He he was fell on no. deaf ears, eh? Yeah. But yeah, um, did that uh, when decides she wants to join our party completely, and um, she becomes a permanent party member. Um, the basically what happens if you do kill the mages, since the mages are dead, uh, you basically get the Templars' help. The Templars agree to help you in the blight. Well, I, see, that was because, like, the Templars helped me, agreed to help me in the Blight. Like, or they said that they're going off somewhere and then they'll come back and help me. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. Does that mean I didn't save any of the mages? Maybe that's what happened. No. In the battle. I mean, you you got the whole first enchanter dialogue, right? I think so. I got offered a dialogue, like, where they appoint, they offered to appoint Winnie as, Winnie, Win as the first enchanter, or the original enchanter, or whatever it is, and she turns it down and says she'd rather come with me. Wow, so the first enchanter's dead in your game? Yeah. Wow. I, so. I think so, yeah. It may, huh. be, it, it may be because he got turned into an abomination because you said, I don't want to use I the item. I didn't even notice. Oh, snap! That's... See, I didn't use the item. I definitely did not use the item. I wonder how fast... It may be depending on how fast you killed yeah, the guy. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that could be it. So, yeah, I remember after the battle, we went to speak with the Templar <laughs> guy downstairs, and he's like, Hey, Wynn, you're not doing anything, hey? Do you want to kind of hang out here and rebuild the circle and be the first enchanter? And she's like, Nah. Yeah, and then she says, uh, she says to me, I'll come with you if you'll have me, like, in my party. So yeah. I got the choice of whether she would come with me or stay. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, please come. I mean, I, I got that, that same dialogue. Except yeah. It, was, it wasn't them offering her the, the position of the first enchanter. It was basically, hey, you want to stay and help rebuild? No, no, I'm going to go with him. Yeah, uh, that's uh, what I got. Too. Yeah, that's what I got. Wow, that's crazy. So I, I think I, that's I, how I, I think that's how it went down. I'm almost certain that's what happened. That that's but, that's very interesting. I didn't know you could that could actually happen. Well, I'm gonna look it up in case I've got really confused, which but, is possible. But. If, if that's if that's the case, that that's that's my first uh, kind of taste of holy shit. This is kind of like Alpha Protocol. Like very small shit can change a lot of stuff. Huh? I wonder if that's true. 
That's actually kind of cool if it is. Gotta be quick. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I'm looking. But... Okay, that's fine. Keep, you can keep looking. Yeah, but yeah I'll this, keep looking. That's um. That that's pretty much it of the 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 circle of magi. Um, we either have the Templars backing or we have the mages backing. Um, I have the mages. Seems like everybody's got the mages. Or no. yeah, I walked in basically throughout this whole thing. I was like, I'm here to save the mages. I was a mage, even though you guys don't like me anymore. Did you, you know? did you have any options of like, hey, welcome back or some shit like that? <sighs> there was a couple of those options in the beginning, just when you were trying to convince your way into the tower. Right. And I was basically like, yes, I grew up here. This is my home, and I'm going to do whatever I can to defend it, basically. Okay. I don't know that that actually changed anything, but the dialogue was probably slightly different. I understand. Okay. Well, that's that's um, that's very interesting. It's uh, it's it's cool. Like I said, it's, it's always cool to go back and see how other people did it, as well as like just because you rolled a different character or you did something a little different, can can moderately change the whole the entire game for you. So yeah. Um, and that was kind of our first little taste of it. Um, but uh, after that, the fact has us going to Redcliffe Castle, I believe. So are we, are we going to stick with that and do Redcliffe next? Uh, that, that's probably the best idea. I mean, unless you guys want to go somewhere else. Matt, do you have an idea? Um, I, I'll trust Alistair on this one. He said Redcliffe first. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll all just go to Redcliffe then. That'll be um that'll be our next stop, which is actually a little long um, because there's, there's a couple of places we have to go to for Redcliffe. Um, but, yeah, um... I mean that's that's pretty much it. Sophie, did you get an answer? Um, yes, he can die wow. in the final battle. Um, huh. Basically, if you fail to use the litany, which I did, whoops. So he can turn into an abomination. Nice. So yeah, I guess that's what happened when I wasn't paying attention. That's... I was just too busy getting my hands dirty in the battle, you know, <laughs> and slashing. I was just like, I'm just wildly flailing at anything that moves. That's crazy. Okay, so that's that's actually really cool. That is that is how Alpha Protocol would have handled it. Yeah. So I am yeah. like reading here, and it kind of like it says like if he survives, like and then the obviously the Templar accepts that it, the circle was saved, but like apparently there is another option. Like the player can choose to advocate for closer investigation, in which case Irving, who is the first Enchanter, right, and the other mages will be imprisoned and scrutinized further. And at that point, the Templars can again be recruited for the final battle Holy with shit. the mages. So there's like four different yeah. ways that this can play out. One of them being save the first enchanter, have the mages back you, save the first save, enchanter, sell them out, sell them out, and have the templars yeah. back you. Have the first enchanter die, and or then just yeah, kill or everyone. Just, yeah, or just kill everybody. Holy fucking! Shit. All right, so yeah, this thing is expansive. Matt, this is Alpha Protocol all over again. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Now I can't wait. Like when I see Irving again. I'm gonna love every second of it because I'm like, you are only here because I allowed you to be here. <laughs> You're basically. such a hero. <laughs> you better be glad I killed the main boss fast because you could have got turned into an abomination because I forgot I used that item. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, that's 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 really cool, uh, you know. And then I'm sure there's more that deviate from that. So uh, we'll go to Redcliffe Castle. I, I kind of so far I've been playing slightly like my other characters you know I've, I'm seeing things that I've seen before I want to do something drastic I'm going to do something I haven't done before and I, I'm, I'm going to I don't know how I'm going to do it but and probably at Redcliffe Castle I know we get a few pretty pretty big choices there um, I'm going to do something completely opposite of what I've done before in this game just to see how it changes because I mean, you know, it, this is not my canon. Okay, I ha I have a canon for for Dragon Age, and this isn't it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it, that's that's the canon I want to transfer over to all other Dragon Ages. Because I'm a nerd like that. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's it. That's that's a pretty short and sweet little episode. We've we've made it through the Circle of Magi. We've got the the uh, the mages backing us, or I guess Sophie, you have. Do you have the, the you have the Templars backing you? Okay, so you yep. ha you have the Templars backing you. Um, we've got some aid, and we're going to move on to Redcliffe Castle to talk to Earl Eamon. Eamon? 
Eamon? I think and the fade's out of the way. And the fade is out of the way. Yeah. The worst part of this game is out of the way. Or what many people believe is the... What I believe is the worst part of this game is out of the way. Though we're going to have some pretty tough battles, but it's nothing we can't power through it. But, uh, yeah, that's that, that's pretty much it. I, I do appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we will be back next week uh, talking about more Dragon Age. Uh, cruising through this, it's, it's not the... Um, I figured it was going to be a long, long trek, kind of like how we did with Blue Dragon. But this is, I think because I'm enjoying this more than Blue Dragon, that, 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 that's essentially what it is. Um, and it feels more cinematic. It's like I'm watching a movie yeah. almost. So it's, uh, I'm, I'm having a good time with it. Uh, but yeah. Well, it's good now that our kind of stories are diverging a bit. Like even though we're playing through the same sections of the game together. Yeah. Like the different choices we're making. Yeah, that'll make can, some of the, yeah. the differences. Like, they should diverge more and more. As yeah, play. they're starting to become more apparent. Yeah. And, and so it's going to be cool to see how it plays out comparatively. Yeah, and there's definitely, there, there's a lot of different, like, um options as far as, like, who you have in your party whenever you choose something. So, like, yeah. you, you, like you, you make a choice. Uh, a good example is um, with, with the Ashes. I believe it's with the Ashes. That's coming up. You can make a choice, and depending on what you choose and who you have in your party, people get pissed. Blood is shed. So it's you know it's it's it's. <laughs> it's re- Tristan will get pissed because he's pissy. No, oh, hell yeah. So um yeah that's 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 it for this episode. Uh, I do appreciate everybody listening. I am going to go through the whole spiel of. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are at ZTGD Phoenix Down. You can also follow us. Um, Individually as well, I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS, and Sophie is at SM Halliday. Halliday? Halliday? Halliday. Halliday. H-A-L-L-I-D-A-Y. There you go. Uh, you can follow us all there. Um, you can tweet to us um, how, whatever you'd like. Uh, you can talk to us about Dragon Age. We'd greatly appreciate it if you would. Tell us what you did differently. Did you have the mages helping you out? Did you have the Templars? Did you kill Wynn? <laughs> You know, that's what I want to know. <laughs> but um, you can also send us an email. Uh, the email is uh, basically send me an email, and I'll I'll read it on the show. It's uh, at ztgd.com. So it's Drew at ztgd.com. You can send me an email there, um, which we actually do have an email. I totally forgot about that. I need to read that. Uh, let me bring it up here. <clears throat> uh, email from Sean. Uh, Big Game Hunter, 85. Uh, He says, Sup, guys and gal. Glad to hear you guys are covering Dragon Age Origin. I remember when that game first came out. I avoided it at the beginning because I thought to myself, it's called Origins. There must have been a Dragon Age 1. Or maybe, or maybe it was some old franchise that was returning. But after I later found out this wasn't the case, and tons of good reviews... Uh, I too found Dragon Age Origins to be a game-defining of the last gen. Uh, This was also the first role-playing game I actually took the time to make a character look like myself and actually Mm -hmm. named him the same way. Not sure why I did that, but something about the character creation system made me feel more personal connection than with uh, other games that had come before it. But if I remember correctly, I took my dwarf down to the noble line instead of the commoner line like Drew and got to say it's drastically different. I would recommend that route to anyone wanting to take the more virtuous route of a dwarf. Mm. Uh, One of the things that stood out to me the most in this series was the romance plot lines as I felt I was more invested in them than I was in, say, Mass Effect. Uh, somehow, I like. So, however, Mass Effect is always fun to see how far you can take the multi-romance trees until <laughs> one of the characters forces you to pick. Even with some of the low points, like being in the Fade, this game is still one of the one of the few masterpieces that came out last gen, and hopefully will live on as uh, revisits for many future generations. Best regards, Sean. Thank you very much for that email, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, um, but uh, like I said, you can send us an email. Tell us what you think about Dragon Age. What you did. What's your favorite part? What's your least favorite part? I'm pretty sure it's the fade. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, let us know. And you can also suggest more games to us for us to do next time. I know that there's a lot of people out there who have suggested many games to us. And uh, we will definitely put those into consideration. That email does remind me that at some point I would like to play all of the origin stories. Well, I mean, if only, like, what are they, like an hour and a half each? Yeah, about an hour yeah. and a half, if that, yeah. Depending. And there's six of them, eight of them? Well, you got the city elf, the Dalish elf, the noble dwarf, the commoner dwarf, you got the mage, you got the noble human, and you got the common human. So there's seven. Seven, yep. Yeah, there's seven. Um... Yeah, I mean, yeah, it shouldn't take long. I mean, you can, and you, they're pretty enjoyable. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for us. I, I like I said, I, I appreciate everybody listening. Um, actually, I think, damn it, I think we even got an iTunes review. I need to take a look at this. Look at this. We're we're getting stuff all over the place. We're getting popular, people. <laughs> I tell you what it is. It's because we have our first female guest on the show. Yep. That's exactly what it is. It's the gender swing. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up the wrong friggin' thing. I should have done this beforehand. I am so sorry for this dead air. Amateur, Drew. <laughs> I've never said I was a professional. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, we do have a new iTunes review. It's from <laughs> Big Game Hunter. <laughs> Sean, thanks Sean. again. Yeah, oldies but goodies. Five-star review. Great podcast to listen to. Uh, when you want to hear about some great older games that maybe were overlooked or hits that weren't a good discussion. Uh, the two hosts and guests bring up valuable discussion topics as well as thoughtful as well as fa- thoughtful insist into <laughs> incest? I, I'm pretty sure it's supposed <laughs> to be insight. Sorry, man. Uh, uh, insight into all aspects of the game that they are covering that week. Highly recommended listening. Thank you very much, Sean. You were one of my favorite listeners. Don't tell the other listeners I told you that. So, uh, (laughs) but anyway, yeah, that's it for us. Uh, We will be back next week um, going through the uh, Redcliffe Castle. There's going to be some very interesting things happen there. I can guarantee that. But until then, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Sophie. And we're out of here. Catch you guys next week with our continuation of Dragon Age Origins. 